Hello, friends, and welcome to episode seven of Digging Holes with Dusty Tunnel. I am Dusty Tunnel, uh, which is, in fact, my name and not an, a statement of um, an object or otherwise. Uh, I am Dusty Tunnel. Thanks for uh, listening. It's it's crazy. Uh, I get new listeners every week, which is interesting to me. Um, I figured that uh, my supportive friends and family would listen to this and I figured that would be about it but it seems like we're getting listeners from kind of everywhere um you know not a ton yet but people seem to be uh you know jumping on on the digging holes train here and um I appreciate uh all the the new listeners um and it gets me excited so if you do like listening to these uh episodes uh please share them or recommend them to people um, I know it's just some dumb guy, you know, talking to relatively smart people that seem to have their shit together, but, um, I guess that's the whole concept. That's what I'm trying to do. Um, just trying to figure life out, uh, 33 now and I'm basically a, a grown child boy. And, uh, uh, this whole, this whole thing is actually selfishly for me. It's just me talking to people um, trying to get an understanding of what they're doing with their lives and, you know, how they're successful and what makes them tick. And, uh, it's been a lot of fun for me. So I, I hope that, uh, you enjoy it and I hope that it, that you can actually take something away from it as well. Um, let's see for comedy. I've got, uh, I'm, I'm in a contest in Marietta on Monday at 8 PM at a place that I believe is called Shamrocks. It's like an Irish pub. Um, I'll confirm that and I'll post it on my website, dustytunnel.com, tunnel with two L's. Um, and there's a show's link there and you can click on it and see anything that I might have coming up. Um, if you are able to go to Marietta and watch it, uh, I think it's like 10 bucks or something, but I'd really appreciate the support. Um, if not, then, uh, we're not friends. How about that? Um, yeah. So this episode is um, with a, a new friend of mine. Um, I just met him recently and recorded a podcast uh, with some other friends. And uh, he's really smart guy, really funny on stage, super funny guy on stage. Um, uh, I've seen him once, but I, I thought he killed it. Uh, his name is Mike Brew. Brew is not really his last name. His last name's like Brew Baker or Brew Meister or Brew something. Um, but he goes Mike by uh, Mike Brew, um, like, you know, brew a cup of coffee. Uh, so check him out. Uh, follow him on uh, on social media. Um, support him if he's doing any sort of comedy and you, you see see or hear about it. He is really funny and, and deserves uh, some followers. Um, we don't joke around a lot in this episode. It's actually just it gets kind of political and stuff. But um, I enjoyed the conversation and I felt like I took away um a little bit of some perspectives that i you know maybe didn't have before or at least understood some perspectives i didn't have before and then we also agree a lot on a lot of different things um we're both just you know men in our early 30s trying to trying to figure out what we're supposed to be doing with our lives and um i guess that's why uh why i connect or relate with him and and think that he's, um, you know, a good comedian because I relate to the things he says on stage. And, uh, yeah, he's becoming a really good friend. So I hope you enjoy the, the conversation. Um, this is Mike Brew. Thanks, guys.
did to me about killing the hooker. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, you're used to it, right? The NSA <laughs> listening to everything already. Okay. Yeah. Who cares? Dude? They've been hitting record your whole life. You just didn't even know it. Yeah. Ever since I found out, I started untaping everything. <laughs> my cameras and everything. Yeah, dude. <laughs> just get more naked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, yeah, I mean, they're probably watching a lot now that I've uh, accomplished the meat diet. Yeah, lost pre pre meat diet, they don't want to see me naked. Yeah, that's how you drive like, them away. Fuck, dude! I hope yeah. this guy takes the towel off <laughs> before they're like, keep the towel on, dude. Dude, it's it's a more of a washcloth. I yeah. hope he takes the washcloth off. Yeah, because the your dick is able to just hold it up so mm-hmm. big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It immense concentration. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know where I went with that. that I was, don't know. It was, was really, it was really gay for a straight guy um, to go there. Yeah. Yeah. That's what this is about, dude. No, I know. I mean, you can't, you, if there's anything I've learned is you got to be comfortable with your sexuality. You know, yeah. if you can't, if you can't joke about some gay shit with a, with a fellow straight dude or an, or a gay dude, you know, it's like, yeah. the fuck are you doing? And if you can't joke about some straight shit, <laughs> yeah. Know. yeah, you're just gay. <laughs> <laughs> you're just a big old bigoted gay guy. Yeah. There. I don't know if that's just going to sit like that. Cool, dude. Um, we definitely need to talk about psychedelics, but I don't know if we need to jump right into that. Yeah, we don't have to jump right into that. And talk about fucking kids again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, it's kind of been all over the news lately, huh? Yeah. Uh, I mean... I mean, there's like Elon Musk calling that cave guy uh, a pedo guy. You know? Oh, yeah. That was just kind of like... It, like, he doesn't he's, even have any allegations, does he? No, like he's he guy? doubled down, I believe, in the last couple of days. Oh, uh, did he? Musk was like, yeah, no, look it up. He's a pedo guy. Like, huh. So I guess... I guess but he's he, probably got access to stuff that we can't see. Right. So... Yeah. yeah. And, that, and that's basically... Um, in, in what he said, he was kind of alluding to... He does his research. Like, he didn't just make that comment offhand. Uh, and he's like, yeah, bitch, sue me. I don't care. Like... <laughs> If if you want to sue me for a civil libel, I'm I'm down, dude. And even even if he lost and had to pay a shit ton of money, like a shit ton of money is nothing. Yeah, you know, dude, well, it'd be nice to be Elon Musk right now. Well, it's kind of tough because it can't tell. It's hard to tell if he's spiraling right now because there's definitely like some. It seems like some public interest that wants him to step down from Tesla because like they uh-huh. they don't make profit yet, right? It's like it's all growth. Oh right. So and, and plus, there there um, there's a lot of subsidies from uh, the government, right? And those yeah. are ending soon, so people may. Yeah. So he's mm. he's not. It's it's hard to tell if he you know because like usually you can spot someone who's spiraling, and so it's hard to tell if like you yeah. know like like I I felt like when that whole cave uh, thing was going down, like you know like he was like trying to build the submarine and really like reaching out. It felt like. Like the a billionaire's way of posting their emotions on Facebook. I was just like, uh, you know, like I got the intent, but it was just kind of like you kind of knew that they were gonna rescue the kids on their own, you know? Yeah. I kind of always had that feeling like the submarine was gonna be late. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it was. <laughs> it's almost like he set himself up. You're like, Dude, yeah, just... yeah. It kind of. I guess it kind of feels like he's um, he's. sort of turning into a little bit of a like a basic bitch huh like look at me yeah well it's not even that like i don't uh, mean that like in a derogatory way Um, yeah it's just i don't know how else to describe it other than 
basic bitch. Yeah, basic bitch. Because <laughs> I'm a basic Yeah, and that's what bitch. I guess is kind of sad is because um, I like I like Elon Musk. He seems like uh, of all the billionaires, he seems the most um, I don't know, normal pair. is not the right word because, I mean, the shit he probably does, with, you know, behind closed doors, like we can't even imagine a billionaire's life. But, right, right. But of the billionaires, he seems the most. Um, I know there's like Warren earth. Buffett and then there's like him, huh? Yeah, well, Warren, I don't know about Warren Buffett. But he's, what's weird about him? Does uh, it, doesn't he like, he's like giving all his money away, right? As he dies or gets older? Um, I don't know. He's just or am I too... confusing him with someone? No, I, I think you might be right. And he's the okay. guy that still lives in like his original house or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like he's like too much of a public figure. He's been like too thirsty for the spotlight in addition to being rich that I'm always like, I'm always like a little... There's a part of the conspiracy guy in me is like, what's yeah. up with this motherfucker? Like, you know, because the, the saying I, I feel has always been true. It's like, do do your charity in private, right? Like, if yeah. donate your billions of dollars, but also shut the fuck up about it. Yeah, like, that's true. That's the last thing you want is that to get leaked. You know, you want to be like that anonymous, you know. Yeah. It's like if Batman gave away his fortune, you don't know who Bruce Wayne is, you know. Right, like, right. That's a good point. And maybe that's kind of uh, where it seems like uh, Elon Musk is going a little bit. Is that what you're maybe getting at? Like he's yeah. kind of seems like he's uh, reaching Just, for that atten- that spotlight yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And, and it's hard these days. Like that's, I mean, it's like athletes are facing the same thing, right? It's just, mm-hmm. we're all facing it. You know, like you have friends on Facebook that you're like, dude, like don't sh- share all your emotions and everything that's right, going on right. in your life. Like it's okay to like share some photos, make some jokes every now and again. But like when you're like literally like, yo, fuck that bitch, you know, like, yeah. like that's your status. Everyone's like, Oh dude. Uh, yeah. It's my favorite dude. I, like, uh, I love seeing people that are going to break up in like six months. Oh yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Those, I mean, I shouldn't like that, but it's just, no, I think there, there's a, I forget the German word. Um, there's like this German word. I wish I, I should know it cause it's a cool ass word, but it's, um, when you take the delight, in um the ill fallings of someone else so sadist yeah it's like being a sad (laughs) but it's we all do it it's why um that's why the word's like so profound is like you know like the reason we're looking up right now should i look it up right now? i think you should okay what i eventually what i want to do in this room is like get a so mike timmermeyer was kind enough to donate his computer to me and i want to hook it up to like a flat screen tv here so we can kind of do the like yeah, hey Jamie, look it up. Yeah, like, like Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah, but then I need a Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> like now I gotta sit here staring at my phone, ignoring you. For... Ah, fuck it. But yeah, the 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 word also it refers to like like it's the reason why if you watch a video of people falling off their bike, like the word means the same thing. It's like we take delight in the pain of others. Got it. Uh... schadenfreude yeah that's it that's it did i say it right yeah schadenfreude i think and and there's a um have you ever seen the nerd writers videos he's on youtube uh nerdist writer no nerd writer oh nerd Nerd writer Writer one is his handle oh no i don't know he does video essays he's like been on youtube since like you know youtube got big probably like 2011 2013 he's been doing them for a while he's like I don't know where he went to school, but he's got just like a Harvard level intellect and like a, a um, director's level of storytelling. And so he oh, just perfect. does really good video essays on just anything. Like he did one on that word. And then he also has done 
someone like fidget spinners like where they came from huh. like it was this like crazy video on how like this lady had the patent for fidget spinners and she forgot to pay like the the royalties on it or whatever and then um like somebody like hasbro or something bought it and then it blew up the next year and then everyone had fucking fidget spinners so yeah, she was just shit out of luck huh? shit out of luck so he anyways he did a video on that on um schadenfreude yeah well, he did it in reference to Trump. He was saying that... Um, Got it right. Schadenfreude. Yeah, Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. He, was, he did it on... It was based on Trump. He was saying that, um, like, it's oh, okay... how people feel about Trump, huh? Yeah, it was oh. like, it's okay to um, not like someone, but he's like, it's really dangerous with technology now and eyeballs on everything that, like, you're storing up so much, like, you're you're waiting for people to fail now. Like yeah. you're taking delight in it, you know, yeah. and he was just talking about... It's dangerous about, when it's your president, kind of, right? Right, I mean, right. And, and, like, and that's not a popular opinion these days, um, which I find surprising. It's just like, dude, like I think I hate Trump and think he's an idiot, just yeah. like most people. But it's like, I don't, I don't want the president of my country to fuck up. Right. You know? like, like, it's like, uh, you don't, <laughs> you don't want the pilot of the plane you're on to like die. Yeah. Crash the plane. You know? Yeah. yeah crash, Cause you don't like them. Crash the plane, you're like, dude, yeah. you're on the fucking plane. That's a perfect analogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, you're on the plane. Yeah. It wasn't my analogy. That was, I heard that somewhere, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a good analogy. Yeah. Um, that's why I took it. No, I, I don't know why I, I should have just said it was mine. <laughs> Yeah, no, thanks for taking yeah, that. Yeah, dude, I grew up in a in a family um where of, like, of taking of well, I was going to say airplanes were a big part of my family and that's oh, okay. where I came up with that uh, original thought. So <laughs> <laughs> get, get what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, shot and shot and Freud to anyone who thinks otherwise. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you're in pain. Yeah, the German word for go fuck yourself, Schadenfreude. That's cool, dude. I like learning stuff. That's yeah. a that's what I enjoyed about having you on the first two times, even though we only have proof of one. <laughs> yeah, it still wasn't up yet. It's still it's, somewhere. I think it's it. up next. We, he just yeah. posted the um, Nathan Driver one. And yeah. So uh, I think yours is up next. But um, the audio, I guess, is really bad on both. So. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know what happened. We recorded it on his iPad. Yeah. And uh, for some reason, it kind of just sounds like the iPad mic was oh, doing the right. recording instead of yeah see i heard um i listened to some of the the was it nathan nathan driver i listened to some yeah. of that one i was like oh, i was like oh dang did they do like i thought maybe you guys did that on a zoom or something because um, i was like because yeah. i'd seen your setup i was like that can't be how like microphones sound yeah i don't know um i'm not sure what happened exactly but um yeah so i think uh he said the Nathan Driver one was like that, and then I think he said the the one with you. So we're zero for two on recording with you so far. It's all good. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I look at it. Um, well, this this will be a whole different podcast here, though. So I should stop referencing the one that maybe people don't even know don't about. Don't even know yeah. about. <laughs> yeah. But no, I I don't mind it because uh, I I I like podcasting the same way I like stand up. It's just um it's it's a fun medium. Um, mm-hmm. For sure. It's the both of them have, you know, the benefit of expressing yourself. And yeah. so, you know, something about getting a mic in front of your face and it's just, yeah, just I don't know. get all giddy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that, I think the headphones help a lot too, actually, like when it's just, um, you kind of drown out, not like there's background life here anyway, you, but you drown out life. Yeah. 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 Dude, that's what, that's what I'm trying to do. I man. felt like when I walked through the door of your house, like 
I just it's like I left my life on your porch out there. Oh, dude. Yeah. Um, I feel really comfortable. There's right a little now. bit of theft around here, so it may not be out there. When you leave. <laughs> <laughs> really, this it just seems like a nice neighborhood. Uh, it's not bad. It's kind of tucked it, on that uh that app that next door app. I always see like um, posts about people going down the street and like jiggling door handles and stuff oh and shit really so, yeah but fuck. i don't know not on our street but like in the neighborhood though oh fuck that yeah so you locked your door i'll be sure to tell my brother that because he lives <laughs> you know right over there yeah i mean i don't know i haven't seen anything personally um you know you go down to the end of the street like el cajon and it starts to get a little yeah 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 messy but yeah i, I like know. i figured like we're close enough to Oklahoma where you're like this could be seedy but like you know you're like you're like a good you know five or six blocks from alcohol you know there's yeah. like there's like leaves on the trees on the, <laughs> on the street you know yeah and it's all just like families around here too you know it's yeah. not like um a bunch of college kids or anything and yeah so not like there's oh, a lot of action i i troll that uh i troll that next door app by the way oh do you <laughs> i write fake dude it's it's write made for trolling <laughs> i write fake posts it's like i wrote this one uh the other day about um i you know just about meeting someone's cat and i i didn't meet their cat but i just wrote like like man you have the most amazing cat like i like at first <laughs> you know he was really scared i just wrote this like big elaborate story and uh people read it and liked it and commented on it and Dude, it never even happened so funny that's like a well you're practicing your writing there yeah yeah that's cool dude it's that app was made for trolling yeah because the, it's just, just concerned citizens yeah <laughs> it really is <laughs> and, they're, concer- better than and they're concerned about the most minute things yeah, too. like the it, dumbest shit yeah like uh i can't oh like i was um was I barbecuing or, or maybe we had a, cause we have a little fire pit in the backyard. Maybe we had a little fire going and like, um, there was like neighbors all concerned about like smelling the smoke and all this stuff. Oh and it was God. just kind of like, um, Kate responded, uh, on there like, Oh, we just, were having a, a fire in our fire pit. Don't worry. Like we're following yeah. all regulations. <laughs> like it's like a non, stuff. Like, it's like, um, it's almost like you're like the if you log into it, it's like you're the dispatcher for like the non-emergency nine one one. You yeah, know, yeah. weird guy walking around the neighborhood with you know whatever the fuck color shirt on and you right. Know. Oh yeah, people post uh, videos too. You know, from oh, their that's like fucking dope their uh, home cameras or whatever security cameras. Yeah, yeah. I'm all about that. Yeah. It's fucking cool because yeah. you know it's it adds to, it embellishes the story. Oh, you, for sure. You know, like if you read a post, you're using your imagination. But yeah, if you get some fucking security footage, you're like, yeah, then you're not racist because it was a black guy. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh Dude, man, that's the kind of that's the kind of shit that we we put on this podcast. <laughs> it was a joke, by the way. Now I feel this like awkward tension. Yeah. From the people that aren't even here that are judging me. I have serious schadenfreude for you right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Oh, you know, I was, uh, one thing I wanted to talk about, um, because I I saw you posted on, uh, on the Colin, you've posted a couple Colin Kaepernick jokes. Oh, yeah, yeah. About the Nikes. Yeah. I wanted to talk about that because. It's, yeah, it's fresh. It's new. I like it. I I don't even think that, this is a good example. I was, I, I've always had this feeling that like m- l- way less people are upset about things or like have opinions about things and the media, you know, tries mm-hmm. to convey and portray. Um, 
And the I think ESPN had an article on the amount of um, variations of the the boycott Nike tweet um, hashtag, and they said that there was like four hundred thousand instances of it. <clears throat> and so, like, I just did the math, like, like on you know three hundred and twenty five billion people in the U.S. And I'm not saying everyone uses Twitter, but right. it's a good barometer for like yeah. you know what people are saying on the internet. And like, you like think about it, that's like. 300,000 out of 325 million it like it's, it's less than it's a percent of a percent like oh, it's, so it's like even, zero point it's i think it was like zero something. uh point zero 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 one like it was it was super oh, fractional wow crazy like that and, is crazy yeah and so 300,000 sounds like a lot when you say it but yeah not not and when you compare it to the three, right three or four hundred million that yeah, because well, because that's what they're 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 basically making it sound like half the country is like boycott Nike, right? Like, whereas like I don't think there's that many people that even care about football. Give a f- yeah, they give you know a fuck I mean? about football yeah. shoes, like yeah, even even people who and if they care that much about football, then they're kind of worthless anyway, probably. Right? Yeah, if they care about how much about football and they don't own like a team or something yeah who really cares well like and i guess like um like okay the narrative is um okay colin kaepernick starts this movement a bunch of people are kneeling now there's a bunch of racist white people that are upset um and it's like okay but what are you using to back that up like it's like oh well less people are watching football well less people are watching a lot of things because media is shifting to online i think i think the concussion thing probably has a lot to do with it too that too you know what i mean like i like i think people i think people liked seeing people yeah (laughs) i guess so yeah maybe but i don't know like for me just uh now when i watch a big hit like it's less like a little some a little more human for you yeah yeah it's like dude that guy's life is probably like five years shorter because of that one hit you know it's like and and it's like and the five years before that like not only is it five years shorter than the five years before that are all going to be like rage and like suicidal and stuff like yeah so i mean i don't know but yeah the the overall um thing is just like how do we know like all these there's a bunch of just racist white people all across the country that's just just a narrative pushed by you know who everyone's got an agenda but yeah i mean you're totally right like there's there's so much gray area in this discussion that people are saying that we need to have but the the only thing most people or at least most people on the internet are looking at are the black and white right part of it you know like yeah and and it's um and and it's the media it's literally the mm -hmm. media like you get on like like they're you know like a it's like stuff you anticipate and then you see like i'm like i know i'm gonna see a trevor noah video of like oh for sure you know and i saw it and mm-hmm. it's like and that and he it's probably like, had it made before right news even dropped right before it even dropped <laughs> yeah. but like that's the point is like it's it's like becoming so routine this narrative mm-hmm. that it, i think it's really deceptive because um i don't think a lot of people are stepping back and going like is this really a controversy like right. is it, it like it, to me like if if a fraction of a fraction of a percent of people actually give a fuck 
then it's not it's it's actually not a news story right. it actually just generated a bunch of money for nike oh, they got free sure. publicity yeah although I, I think their stock like plummeted kind of today but it's right. gonna come back up and yeah gonna it's gonna come back up, up and yeah. it, it's like it's a whole idea that like bad publicity is good publicity because that happens like right you eat mm -hmm. the the market cap dropping mm -hmm. and then you know uh, six months from now it's um two percent higher than it was before it dropped two percent exactly exactly and you're you're totally right um i was actually just talking with uh sean about this yesterday or day before or something um you, they had the charlottesville number two rally if they call it something um the something the oh yeah right, i, I heard know. about it recently right it was like the one year anniversary or something yeah and so the like all the well these white nationals the remix like yeah yeah it's got like usher in it or yeah something. exactly well not not <laughs> usher wasn't allowed no, no. no. uh Wait, it was like the white usher whoever yeah, yeah like, exactly like, i don't know like led zeppelin or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> ted nugent <laughs> yeah, maybe ted nugent, yeah. <laughs> um so they they had the like you know the white nationalists showed up for their rally or whatever and like um, and then there was like hundreds, if not thousands of Antifa, like that showed up to meet him there. Right. And then everyone was upset that the police were there to protect the white nationalists. But it was like one, there was like 16 of them. Right. So it's like, uh, they're gonna die if there's thousands of Antifa. There, right. Right. You know what I mean? So they do need protection. But then the second thing, uh, that we were talking about is like, the news, like how the news made it seem like this huge white nationalist rally. Right. There were 16 people there. Yeah. Like is, is like, is the white nationalist problem really as big as. Right. Well, even, even they making say, it out to be. Didn't they say it was like thousands last year or I forget the number or what. Yeah. It? And it was like less than a hundred or something. Right. Or. But like, let's even say, let's even say like, let's embellish it for the media and say it was okay. like 15,000 people. Okay. It's like, okay, again, if there's 325 million people in the U.S. Right. and like 10,000 people showed up to one random East Coast city, yeah. like does that so so then you go every all white people, especially Republicans in the U.S. are racist. Right. It's like, come on, dude. Like, no. <laughs> like and and like it's just so funny. Like, um, you're assuming like there. I mean, it's such a reach to like say like, oh yeah, like people are as racist now as they ever were, and it's like I totally disagree with that because you yeah. don't. Yeah, it's just not. It's just not true. Right. Like, yeah, and like I, especially in my life, like I, I don't, I don't want to give away the fact or throw away the fact that like I live in Southern California. Right, right, right. And like this is a bubble here. Somewhat. Oh, absolutely. Um, so like we're not in North Carolina or something. So. Right. But I definitely do not think that we're anywhere near as racist as we were like, right. in, like in the, you know, forties, fifties. Well, and even 60s. if you're not in those places, right? Like, um, just the overall general public perception, right? Like, like in the seventies, they probably, they still said like Negro on television, you know, like, like we're not like, like, you know what I mean? Like, like people make it seem like, now it's funny when you say Negro on a podcast like that for some Well, no, reason. I mean, that's how they said it. Yeah. You know? I know, like they didn't drop like hard racial slurs, but they like, it, you know, today it's considered a racial slur to say Negro and they yeah. like openly said it on TV. Yeah. You're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we're not we're not in the 70s you know it's yeah. like we're we have progressed there's way too there's too much information now for people to be that bigoted i mm -hmm. think that it's like 
That's you know, a good you, point. Yeah. You can just, I, I think that's literally it. It's just, there's just two, like, it's really easy um, if you grew up in a time without television or even radio and it's like, hey, these this group of people down the block is fill in the blank, right? right? Mm-hmm. And that's all you experience is that small little town without media, then maybe you're susceptible to believe that because your racist dad, you know, beats the shit out of you anyways. And, you know, and right. you know, all this, he all this literally shit. beats the racism into, yeah, into yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, not only now do we have radio, do we have television? We now have the internet where it's just like, Mm-hmm. There, there is a collective consciousness and like yeah. that's what i don't get when people like say stuff like trump is hitler everyone's racist you're like no dude there's way too much information now like people have learned like through seeing replaying history we we make badass movies about the ills of history like yeah. we we have films that literally are like like one of my favorite movies are is the thin red line and it's it's a war movie about um the U.S. is um, trying to prevent Japan from taking over this island or keeping this island. Oh, okay. That they I don't have. Think I've seen it. World War Two. Okay. And um, the whole movie is based on the idea: is there room for compassion on the battlefield? So, like, there's this there's this U.S. general or a colonel, and he like he's like, we got to take this ridge. And the dude's just like, dude, I've been living with these guys for a year. I'm not going to send them to their death. It's a suicide mission, and it's like that's just a simple example of like you didn't have that a hundred years ago you couldn't like be persuaded by a a a moving picture film like war is bad like compassion is good you know yeah yeah. and then so if you compound that with just anything like racism anything we've seen enough media that the collective conscious like it's in our head like oh shit like you you can't just you know walk around indiscriminately you know going like oh this person's this or that you know it's like you just can't. Yeah, and I guess the um, the negative aspect to the information is now um, now you can have so many different outlets pumping in, out this information about how bad right. things are. So it's like no, that yeah, you know, that's kind of the other side of the coin, I guess. Yeah, is, no, it is. It's making things not as bad, but doesn't doesn't let you see that. Yeah, it's um, well, it presents a different problem. I I think that. Um, it presents like a problem where you have to have, um, I don't know, a certain number of people doing things. It's almost like mob rule, right? Like unless you perceive there's like a 51% support for something or like something tips over, it's like, is it even real to you? Does it even matter? Like, do you care? Mm. And that's what I kind of see is like, um, it's like there's always just this division and we can't ever have like a consensus like what do people really want because there is so much misinformation it's right like, yeah and the interesting uh, interesting thing is um i think generally everybody wants the same thing right everyone's just got a different philosophy on how to get to right. that but they have a different yeah. roadmap but it's like most people want their family to be safe they want mm-hmm. a job where they're respected yeah you know they, they just they, want their community to prosper like right and all the things that come along with it you know it's just some people think that yeah. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't know, like personally, and you'd seem, you know, I've hung out with you enough. You seem like you kind of have the same sort of thoughts, but I just, I believe a lot in a personal responsibility and absolutely having to do, you know, do these things yourself. So, um, it's, it, it's interesting to see how big of a push in the other direction that, that there is right now. Right. I just had a thought. What was I thinking? Oh, um, kind of in the, um, 
I think there's also like uh, there there's a couple of things that I always think about. Number one, like like people always go back to the police too, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's one thing you always hear. It's like uh, again things that I feel are used to manipulate the public, right? Like I think the police don't just have a racism problem. I think that there is a use of force problem. I think mm-hmm. you take any out of shape cop with a power trip and you arm them with a weapon. Um, and then, and then you just take basic human nature. Like humans are afraid. We get yeah. afraid when it comes to conflict. Nobody, that's the reason why, like, you know, you'll ask someone, you go like, Hey, when's the last time you're in a fight? Yeah. You know, like, like, you know, like middle school, you know, like, yeah. you know, cause none of us, nobody wants to get into a scrap. So it's like, no, once you start having to pay your, your deductible, then right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can't fix his nose, bro. Yeah. But like, um, <clears throat> like I, I think that cops, first of all, it, it it's um well the the bigger problem this this is what i would say it's like a two-headed monster i think it's easy to use force because human beings are we're pussies we get scared Mm -hmm. we just you know it's like oh you know shoot the guy even if he might have a gun or might not have a gun and then also like you have police officers roaming around these cities and they're basically tax officers for the city like that is their job is to generate revenue for the city yeah like every arrest has a price tag on it yeah you know what i mean like a dui is like a come up for the city like oh it's interesting that they're they're generating their own paychecks kind of right away right yeah yeah and and it's like about it like that but like okay like like okay i would agree with the statement that if you're like let's say you're like in Baltimore or St. Louis, if you're a black person, you're going to interact with the police in probably a way different way than a white person. I would say that I would say that for sure you're going to experience some level of racism. Right. Mm -hmm. But I would say that generally speaking, when you talk to people about their experience with the cops, nobody likes the cops. Right. Cause you know, it's like they're, they're babysitting all of us to, to generate revenue for the city. So like, if you have that problem, and then you exacerbate that with a little bit of racism. And then you exacerbate that with human beings don't like conflict. So you take some chicken shit cop with a gun, they're going to shoot everyone, right? Right. right. They're going to, they're going to, if it comes down to them or someone else, they're, you know. Yeah. I think, um, and I think to that point too, I think a lot of it is just, um, training, uh, for cops. Like, cause I don't know what the, the, um, like protocol or what, like how you become a cop. Like, I know there's some schooling and some training, but it seems like it should be pretty long before right. you start. You give someone the okay to shoot yeah. other people. Like, I don't know. And, and I don't think whatever, whoever they're like, um, you know, uh, have a tendency to hire, they're doing it wrong because we all like meet these cops and I don't yeah. want to like, I'm not talking shit on cops. No, I think it's, like, I mean, it's one of the hardest jobs you can right. ever have. I mean, it's, yeah. And there's a lot of pressure and, and it is interesting because it, it like it has like boiled down to the point where like when you look at inner city communities and cops, they both literally think that each other is trying to kill each other. Right. So then you're just even more on edge. You know, it's like right. they've already got guns pointed at each other like before. Well, and, you know. and here's the thing, too, is the I guess what I'm saying, too, is like the cop has the incentive to over police the poor neighborhood because oh, for sure. Yeah, because, exactly. right, if you're yeah, generating you revenue mm-hmm. for the city, like you're wh- where are you going to find the most people with um, outdated registration? A poor right. neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Right. And then if that neighborhood is predominantly black, mm-hmm. <clears throat> in addition to a cop maybe having a little bit of a racial tendency, he's he is 
is he or she is is being paid to police poor people that's their that's their job the yeah. city's like we need revenue more arrests more you know you hear it all the time and so it's like you know they're just robbing poor people and then those poor people happen to be people of you know color yeah and, and that then, like 25 dollar ticket or whatever for like an low income right person like that's you know that's a really big deal too so it's of course you're gonna try and fight it or avoid it or you know whatever and yeah and if you've already got the thought that that cops wants to kill you like you're right. already on edge like yeah that's just um it's just a bad situation the war on drugs doesn't do it any favors right you know well especially when you read about like all the cops that are in on it or you know ice mm-hmm. agents like that's one of the biggest problems they have i was watching like a vice documentary the other day it's just like you know how do you how do you um, keep people from getting, you know, corrupted? You know, yeah. it's hard when they're offered like a hundred thousand dollars to turn the other way or something. You know, right? Exactly. And um, maybe it's like Rogan or someone was uh, making the argument that like uh, law enforcement doesn't get paid enough because, right? Like if they one, it's like a really like it's an almost impossible job to do right in some right some areas. And then the other thing is like it, they don't make very much money and that makes them um, corruptible. corruptible yeah. yeah. So, well, and also it's just like, I feel like they should find a way to, I, I don't know how, cause I was thinking like if they made, let's say you took a city and instead of all the infractions and arrest money, like all that went to like charity or something then i was thinking ah but then you'd have rich people corrupting charities and funneling shit out but like for sure there's got to be a way that 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 money doesn't go to the city because that's the only way you could create a a, an honest police force is right or just maybe take the money part of it out and do more community service type stuff right right Like, like it's almost like any any dollar amount that comes from policing citizens like any arrest can't go to to the city budget it has to go like directly into the welfare programs or something like Mm -hmm. because it's just like ridiculous like how how are you you know because like you read all the time about like misappropriations of funds you know like fraud all this shit and you're like you're you're basically encouraging these cops to take money from the poor citizens and then if that money ends up in the city's treasury and then you know they're you know finagling different business deals that you know it does generate business for like you know companies and stuff but you know a lot of times there's kickbacks if you're like a a city supervisor right Mm -hmm. like you're gonna tell me that all across the city or the country i mean there aren't people that are like hey man if you approve the zoning on whatever the fuck you know I'll I mean, give you like what, 10 G's. That's what politics is. I right. Mean, that's the game that they play out at all levels. It seems like so. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, who knows what the answer is to you know. any of that? It is, um, it is frustrating that it's frustrating to see like people screaming at each other about it. Like no real discussions. Like, yeah, I don't know, especially on social media and stuff. I got to get off it. Yeah, I only get on it much lately. (laughs) I only get on it to just kind of troll a little, not troll, um, lurk. I should say lurk because I don't really troll. Um, Just on next door. Yeah, on next door, I I do troll (laughs) because it's just I just know the demographic. It's like some scared lady in her house pulling the blind up. You're just like that's a really that's a really vulnerable audience. Yeah, you know, dude, it's too perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, that was good. A uh, good thing to bring bring up. I actually uh, was hoping we were going to talk about the Kaepernick thing. Yeah, man. I I think it's important because um, 
it, it's just not i don't know it's like i think everybody cares about um you know a black person getting shot by the cops like, Dude, yeah absolutely i mean there are there are some some racists out there and i think we've right. established that we believe in racism um but i just think it's it's a lot more rare than than you know we're led to believe yeah and um, and even even people that would go like um you know oh that person didn't follow instructions because you see that a lot on videos like mm -hmm. uh, you get on the internet you'll watch videos of cops using force and then then someone ends up passing away right you'll always read in the comments like should have followed instructions but again it goes back to how is this person even in this situation in the first place like right. like again if you have cops, like the, the guy with the cigarettes which one was he the michael guy, brown yeah yeah it it, again, it's like, like, um, cause I, I don't know that in the Michael Brown case, I don't think that they had like, I think the store, someone in the store called the cops, but I don't know that that oh, cop. Yeah. I think, I don't think I was thinking of the Michael Brown one. He's, that's the young kid, right? That like, right. Was, was the strong arm right. robbery, but I mean, well, and, and even, even in that case, that's a good, that's a good case because like, first of all, like, why aren't we training more cops to use their tasers as opposed to, you know, mm -hmm. using deadly force? Like, like I get it. Like your argue, argument could be like, okay, well, what if, what if the kid did have a gun? Right. But like, even, even in situations where, um, you have someone surrounded, like I, we've all seen videos where the cops have someone surrounded and then the first course of action is to use deadly force. Like I, I've never understood why there aren't more guns filled with like rubber bullets, um, you know, tasers, like pepper yeah. spray. Like it's ne it's always like, let's go, let's go to the, the for sure kill here. Let's, yeah. let's take them out, you know? And that, yeah, it's, um, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the answer is for sure. Um, and it's like, like, I mean, it's gotta be scary if, if you're, oh, fuck yeah. you know, like if, if you're fearing for your own life as a cop, I mean, they make you watch these videos, right? Like that right. training video of the guy with the, maybe you've seen it. He, it's, it's a white guy that gets pulled over, um, gets out of his truck, goes back to his truck, gets a rifle and just starts like unloading, unloading on, on the cop, cop and yeah. then you're hearing the cop scream and you know and killed like like how are you going to be like a 25 year old cop watch that video and then like go out and be okay you know like i don't i i don't know what like what kind of training needs to happen and i know it's hard and i, I know that every situation like there's probably things that we don't understand about oh, being a cop too. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I get. So it's like I don't really like. I don't want to bash either side. Like there definitely seems to be um, problems, but um, right. at least we're we're kind of talking about it. I guess here, it would. I guess the. Um, it seems like the value of life has kind of diminished a little bit too. Um, right. In, in our culture, and maybe that has something to do with like. I don't know the maybe the movies we watch or the video games we play or whatever like right. really do kind of make it seem not as real, but like yeah. is somebody like losing their life, you know? No, absolutely. I'd agree with that for sure. That's yeah. another problem. I think um, that not a lot of people talk about, like it's always like um, these concrete issues. No one ever talks about like ex existentialism, like, you mm -hmm. know, like, you know, like, I don't know, you just don't hear a lot of that. Like, what, what's, what is the collective consciousness, like, facing intellectually on a, on a day-to-day -day basis? Like, because mm -hmm. like you said, you know, the more you live, you're more like, 
dude, are we living in the fucking matrix? You know, like, <laughs> I think more and more people are thinking that because, yeah. you know, life is weird. It is weird. It's going in a weird direction, that's for sure. And and that uh, the direction we're moving in, we seem to be like moving faster and faster yeah, every day, too. It's picking up momentum, for yeah, sure. Yeah, dude, this internet thing is just, it's really kind of propelled us into a whole yeah whole new realm it's a it's a wretched wretched beast yeah i don't know i'm excited i mean i'm 33 so it's even if she gets really crazy i mean what another like 40 years that's not that bad (laughs) (laughs) yeah no that's always the funny thing too is like if you like rationalize your own death you're just Mm -hmm. like well like i i was gonna die anyways you know it's like oh it actually is kind of like it it does uh sort of it helps me with um i don't know where i was going with that exactly but i was uh i guess i was thinking like it helps me with like being okay with trying new things right you know it's like eh, i'm only gonna be here a little bit longer i'll just try it one time (laughs) well and and you know it's funny like the in the same light that you can say like um we don't value life as much as we used to we i also feel like we don't um talk about death enough or like people don't like like i I don't know like the way people talk sometimes like the way people are mad like i guess that's what i would say is like the the anger that you see like sometimes they want to like say to someone like dude you're gonna die at some point right all this angry point all this anger you're carrying around like it's still gonna lead ultimately to your death like yeah. all everything that happens is eventually going to lead to your death it it's is. it's really upsetting to me too when i see like someone like in their 20s like a 25 year old just like so mad and so upset about like right. you know like maybe people setting their nike shit on fire or something like i'll right. read a you know someone's post and it's like dude you're 25 you're like in your prime right now you should direct all that energy into fucking. <laughs> you should just be fucking right now. Yeah, that's like, it. Like, just stop what you're doing and go find something to fuck and then fuck it. Right. Like, all day. Yeah. Come back to this later and then after you're done fucking, come back to this and let's see how you feel well, you, about it. Maybe they're not <laughs> near, like, somewhere like San Diego State where it's just, like, <laughs> fucking. Oof, man. Uh, the sor- sororities have been uh, rushing. Yeah. And, uh,. I've been been taking the long route to <laughs> to work. Well, I, I brought that up. Back. I brought that up because I, I I drive for Lyft and Uber, and I was uh I I did I. It's funny like how you don't end up in certain areas for like a long stretch, and then like like today I I ended up at like San Diego State like four mm-hmm. times, and uh, I was just like I was like Jesus, you Dude, know, it's just like, like not even fair. It's they, it, it's it's starting to get sort of weird though because some of them look so young, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The ones that like that are that, that look are like young, 22, 23 you're Yeah, like, but some of them it's like whoa. Yeah, no, they I look like know. they're like sixteen. Yeah, it's like. But yeah, it, at San Diego State though, you could probably see more hot girls around twenty two, twenty three in one block than you could probably see in entire cities in other states. Oh, it's just it's amazing. Yeah, it's it's something um, we take for granted for sure. Yeah. yeah, and and again, if you're out burning your Nikes instead of trying to slay some, Dude, you, you better not be live in San Diego. Yeah. yeah, and if I could go back and do it again, I would. Oh my god, put way more effort into getting abs. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I would not look the way i do now right 
Yeah, back when i had the energy (laughs) yeah well you know it's funny too these fucking cunts these days are so lucky with like the internet now like like we were we were coming of age like before yeah like when when people were like yeah dude um fat's really bad yeah and you and then you start to realize like like dude i remember when i first learned about calorie counting like (laughs) as stupid as it is like to think of now like then it was like a fucking watershed moment you're like wait a second like i thought about my whole life and where i was like fucking up you're just like (laughs) oh my god if i just counted calories (laughs) and like that didn't become a big thing till like 2010 i mean all i had to do is lift a heavy thing like 30 minutes a day, right? three days a week, and I can look like right. and you, the rock. And that's what's <laughs> crazy is like when you were younger, before the internet was around, it, it seemed like you had to do it seven days a week, all right, day. Right. And then like now you just go like, oh shit, if Dude, I just... Just the right diet and then just minimal exercise. Minimal look, exercise. Look awesome. You could have fucking abs. Yeah. Well, and then the thing about like... Um, the how you're the same age as me 31 31 yeah so yeah like when uh there was like no tender right you know when i was like 22 like no you had to have uh, courage yeah you had to to feel some fire in your stomach from your phone yeah (laughs) you had to go out deliver a shitty pickup line (laughs) and then and and it wasn't the statistics too wasn't even really about what you said like it was just like is this going to be the night that your dumbass has enough courage to hit on one girl exactly like, usually well, if you and were then just, and it and it's not even that it's like you have to be persistent all night towards this one piece of ass yeah. you have to you have to pump all this energy into it to try and like now it's just the swipe of the finger swipe of the finger and like and that app already it already lets you know like it insinuates like i'm into you because of the way you look so you don't have to right. worry about the rest of it so yeah and it, it uh yeah i don't know man but i mean i guess the downfall is like now there's like i think there's like weaponized gonorrhea <laughs> you just start fucking through the human race enough <laughs> gonorrhea becomes like you can't even fuck with it now. It's like bigger than Arnold Schwarzenegger in the eighties. Why do you have Teflon panties on? <laughs> it's funny. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> That's pretty good, uh, Arnold. Yeah. This guy uh, in high school taught me how to talk like Arnold, and he's like, "You just add random L's to words." L. Yeah, he's like, uh, "Like get down." Right. <laughs> like throw an L and down. I don't know. Welcome to the party, Richter. Dude, oh, that's one of my favorite lines. Dude, you have a good, uh, like, just speaking Arnold voice. I can kind of do the yelling Arnold. Yeah. But yours is actually pretty good. Just well, I've, like... I've studied it a little bit. I like. Okay. I actually think the the speaking Arnold is really funny because he, mm-hmm. he has, like, um, he delivers some of the cheesiest lines like, oh, for sure. in history. And just Dude. like, welcome to the party, Richter. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, my favorite is kindergarten copper. We're going to play a game. It's called, Who's Your Daddy and yeah. What Does He Do? <laughs> Who is your daddy and what <laughs> does he do? <laughs> so then you had the, like, the pet ferret. What a fucking weird movie, man. Oh, dude. Um, you ever, like early internet days, uh, I remember listening to these um, crank calls where they would just use Arnold clips from movies. Right. I remember that. Oh, so good. Like, 
Do you remember there there was one uh, this guy did one that was like Arnold's Pizza Shop or something? Right, yeah. I'm gonna butt fuck you with my nipple. <laughs> <laughs> I want a pizza with pepperoni and nine millimeter bullets on it. Yeah, exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about. Nine millimeter bullets. <laughs> you don't like it? I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. A staple pepperonis to your forehead. I think that's what he said. Yeah, I think so. That's dude. You have a good memory. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Yeah. You remembered what I did for work and. Yeah, hey, dude, totally impressed. Only with uh, doesn't take much. Only with head. people. I I don't um like I I couldn't I I swear I probably know the lyrics to like five songs. Um, uh, in yeah. history. I'm, I'm one I'm of those people. I'm kind of like that too, and I don't like um recognize songs either. Like I couldn't. No. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of lame to be that person in life because you always hear people like you know. And they're like yeah. singing, and you're like, "No, I don't know, dude. Yeah, I don't know any of these words. I know the song. Yeah, like I know it in my soul, but I, I can't. Yeah. Like I know I've heard it before. Right. right. Yeah, but I don't know any like any lyrics or anything. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. The, and then the songs I do know, they're usually like these obscure bands that no one else knows. So right. it's like, I don't. And then they're just like, dude, why do you only listen to sad songs? And you're like. like Oh, I, just, I didn't even know they were sad. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that until you just told me. Yeah, I I literally didn't realize that till you just said said that. it. Yeah. Now <laughs> I have to <laughs> go into my safe space later and reflect on that. <sighs> safe space, dude. Uh, have you seen the advertisements for that No Safe Space movie coming out? I kind of want to see no, it. No, no, no. It's produced by. I think Adam Carolla and some other guy that I'm not sure who he is. Yeah. And it's just kind of, oh, you know, yeah. it's just about like, I think I did see it, but refresh. The, uh, it's just, it, from what I gather, it's just, um, basically about, um, like the, the current culture and college campuses and right. Like, you know, safe, safe space culture and how like conservatism isn't really allowed so much anymore and stuff right. like that. So, um, yeah. but, uh, there's like, it looks like they're going to have a lot of like, uh, you know, Jordan Peterson and Dave Rubin and those types of guys are, yeah. it looks like they sprinkle a lot of them throughout it. That's what makes me want to watch it more than anything. Yeah. I just like all those guys. Well, and it's, it's interesting too. Like, like, uh, Rogan brought up, you know, when he had Jordan Peterson on, he's like, you're probably the most, um, mischaracterized, not misunderstood, mischaracterized person ever. Oh, for like sure. Like a lot of these people, like, are they're not Republicans. Like, it's uh-huh. not like, you know, like they're, they're just like Jordan Peterson's a psychologist and like a philosopher. Right. Like, right. Yeah. And just, yeah, he's just a total intellectual. You know? Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah. Even like, uh, like Dave Rubin, you know, he's. Gay, gay, gay dude, dude yeah married gay jew you know married right. and uh yeah like and self-described w- as a liberal you know classic right. liberal and stuff and, and they would call him a nazi yeah and be like you're a fucking nazi he yeah. said dude gay i'm jewish Jew. yeah gay jewish dude <laughs> nazi yeah and that's a that's the other upsetting thing is um i guess that yeah like like that's that's what's so upsetting is you'll see people that are so upset and you're just like Again, you just want to be like, dude, you're gonna die one day. Like, <laughs> you're still gonna die. Like, it's uh, so, true. Like, like, where do you want to put your energy? Right. Yeah. That's yeah. what I. That's how I feel. That like everyone, you just want to be like, even if you feel this way about um, 
whatever political issue like where do you want to do you really want your energy to mm-hmm. be put into this place yeah. like where you're just walking around like i would even that would be my argument to even like the most um like let's say you're like um latino or you're black and you and like let's say you really do hate trump and i get it i get it mm-hmm. but like if you let it consume you every fucking day of your life like what life are you really living if right. that's like if that's where all your energy is going mm-hmm. like because because I don't know, like the way things were being built up, if you believe the media narrative, we should be dead by now. Like we, we were supposed to already, North Korea was already supposed to kill us. Yeah. There was supposed to be no immigrants left in this country. There was supposed to be um, a, a white a supremacy marches going on. Uh, and there's none of that. And right. you're just like, this dude's probably, I would say there's a good chance he's not going to get reelected. It's literally gonna almost be kind of a giggle off thing for. Yeah. Like well, I think a, it depends. Um, I think it depends on who runs against them. Yeah, I think that actually is gonna play a big part in it. If you do, um, if you do like a like a Biden or someone right. who's, yeah, who's more central and more like, more centrist and kind of more. But if you get like a. Um, I don't know. I think if you get like a Elizabeth Warren or well, I think any politician he might beat. I, I think if if they if the um, liberal side puts up any sort of person that smells or resembles a politician, they might lose. I think if you go That's outside true. the box and it's a celebrity or a populist yeah. candidate like Trump, I think he'll get beat. Yeah, I think yeah, he might be right because uh, I, I think even people that. Um, because I, I still would firmly you, would believe... Would you vote for Dwayne Johnson? Yeah, over Trump. I yeah, mean, I, I haven't voted <laughs> once in my life. I don't yeah. I don't believe in our political system. Yeah. I think it's... I think it's um, That's uh, There was a point in time where that would have upset me, but uh, at, like now it's kind of... It makes sense to me anymore, yeah. you know? I try, I try and vote for uh, like propositions and things right. like that. I didn't vote for president in the last election, though. No. Wait... It's like, what was the point? Yeah. (laughs) Well, especially living in like California too, like it really, really didn't matter. Um, But if I lived in a swing state, maybe, but probably still wouldn't have voted though. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and, um, I, I, I guess I've never voted cause like, I, I just don't get why it, it comes down to two people. Right. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. And then also like, I, I don't get how people don't understand like, this is like it's almost like they're a brand uh like coca-cola for like two years like hillary clinton donald trump they become like a brand right like coke or pepsi right it's like a 500 million dollar monster coming to the ballot like i just don't like the idea of a political system being that like it's it where it's 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 corporatism now right right everyone's just all bought and paid for yeah right and that's why oh i saw another good device has really good documentaries mm-hmm. like their little 20 yeah, minute my roommate's, roommate's been um on binging on them uh, yeah. the last couple days i i saw one um that there was this one i forget what they call them i don't know if they're called like chasers or whatever i think they are called chasers maybe um where they're each party will um or each candidate will they'll pay someone to follow around the other candidate and just record them um oh shit yeah i i believe it though <laughs> ju- but just to make sure like like okay like there was the big thing with um like bernie sanders called out hillary clinton during the um the what's called what do you call it before the fucking the primaries primaries yeah. um you know he's like you know like 
he basically was like, it was almost like a sick burn. He was like, look, bitch, you saying that now, but what were you saying to those Goldman Sachs motherfuckers? You yeah, know? right, right. And so this this uh, little Vice episode the other day was about how they're all doing that now. Because now it's it's about like, it, it really is about transparency. It's like, yeah. and that's why like people can say anything they want about Hillary. The reason she lost is there was some pretty, she, she became a candidate when the internet is like thriving at, uh, at its fullest, you know, mm-hmm. it's like reached its pinnacle. And it's like, you can't go and, and say some shit to Goldman Sachs anymore and not have right. that shit leak and be like, yeah, fuck all these bitches. And then when you, when you talk to all the bitches, you're like, I love you guys. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Can't do that anymore. You have to, you have to hold a consistent tone. Yeah. Or are you going to come off as fake? Yeah. Yeah, she, I mean, she's gross to me, like, just, yeah, I mean, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd well, love to, like, oh, and I hated, I hated the fact that they were, like, so much of her campaign was about being a woman, too. Right. It's like, if we're trying to, if equality is what we're trying to achieve, like, right. we need to be running as individuals, not like, right. you know. Yeah, win because you're the best candidate. No right. Win. It's not like mm-hmm. I'd love. I'd love for there to be a first well, women president, but like I really want that to be like, like not that important though. Well, like, okay. It, here's the. Uh, this just popped in my head. I never heard Barack Obama at any point while he was running go like say the slogan like I'm going to be the first black president. Like I'm not saying that he uh, didn't say it maybe once or something or like the first. No, that's a good point. But like, I it's don't not like that's that what he was running on. Like no. he wasn't running on like, and we're gonna show that the black man can be the. Be- it was like Barack Obama won because he was the best candidate. Like right. he was like people he was were well like, spoken. And, yeah, he was. Yeah, it, and then people wanted change, and he ran on that platform. Right. It was change. Yeah. It was like the perfect time, and that and that's what I think's most upsetting about Trump getting elected is I don't think people still understand why it happened. I, th- right. I still think that, that a good majority of the people, the swing states that voted for him is it was just a fuck you to the political system. Oh. It wasn't a support for like Trump. Right. It was just like, <laughs> I think it was fuck everyone. A combination of that. Or both. Yeah. Yeah. And then also just, um, there's so much like, there's so much radical left, uh, right. Going on right well, now free, that the, it, I, th- I think that's a big part of it too is, well, at least they're loud. I don't. I think. I think it's kind of the same thing as like the racism we were talking about uh, earlier. Right, there's not as many crazy yeah, liberals out there that that you think, but um, but they're awfully loud though. So yeah. Well, and, and I think most. I think most of us like you know we live like somewhere in the middle. Like right. Yeah. I think most people don't give a fuck, and that's what mm, is not being too. said on the news. Yeah. Is like, <laughs> like the people that give a fuck are the ones that are talking a bunch on the news yeah. and you're just like most people again just i want my family safe yeah my where kid. are you putting putting your energy right yeah. <laughs> and that's what's so funny is like the, and that and maybe that's the danger of like our generation and the generation behind us not having really like kids and stuff is that kids really do like ground you because it causes you to love something more than yourself and so you have a generation of people maybe that are not doing that anymore it's like it is a self-centered experience well yeah and then this political process becomes a little more important to you because it's their future and right not just yours yeah you're like i only got one life to live right right but like if uh yeah if you got a kid you want things to be okay for them so you're gonna pay a little more attention yeah my my girlfriend's kid she's changed me a little bit and that's not even my kid you know yeah it's it's weird what it's, um, but it's a responsibility though i mean you're invested in your girl so well yeah. it's it's not even what's weird is um um 
it's a weird thing. So like, I remember this is the only way to explain it. One day we we're at the mall and like, I was like the typical single person. I'm just like, I always, I'm like, I fucking hate kids. You know, like, I'll, like I'm like, I like, I like my wine and my Friday nights. I don't want to like, you know, deal with your this. wine guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. I like, oh, okay, I like wine. Cool. Didn't strike me as that. Yeah, actually, I gave up drinking. Um, I drank in Vegas last weekend for the first time in like eight months. I gave oh. it up for like a good year. Good, but, good for you. Yeah. But the the whole point is um, we were in the mall one day, and this is after we've been dating a year, and I kind of was like the distant boyfriend. And we went shopping, and um, we went to this like doll store where like the they make these little alien babies. And they're like <laughs> It's like the smallest little alien baby toy, and it's like, 35 bucks or something it's like a stupid price they, for, like a build-a-bear type thing yeah ex- okay. okay but here's here's how they get you is there's like these like um uh, there's like this tunnel shoot like a like a like you know the old bank um drive-through where you put your oh yeah in. those uh little suction tubes yeah and it's, yeah so when you buy your little alien baby they like suction shoot it through the whole store and then they like announce on like the microphone like Andrea's baby has just been born and you know it's like this whole experience but I said all that to say this is like she was having such a blast that like it reminded me of being a kid and now what I realized the fun thing about parenting is it reminds you of innocent fun like I was like Uh, because at the time like my fun was just like going out on Fridays partying you know like you know doing whatever the fuck I can get in before Monday and then like once I had like some of those experiences I was like it reminded me like, holy shit, number one, I'm like, dude, I drink a lot, you know? <laughs> and number two, it reminded me that there's a type of fun that we forget as adults that like, like huh. kids are just, they're having a blast because everything's like the first time for them. That's like, an interesting perspective. Cause I, you always hear the, like, once you have a kid, like you love it so much and changes everything. But I haven't really right. heard people talk about that perspective where it reminds you of being a kid. Right. And, and th- who wouldn't want to preserve that, you know? Like, right. I mean, that's when... That was my happiest. So. Well, that and that's what um, I, I think I've got from talking to other parents is because I'm kind of like a spy, right? Like I have this like, you know, I call I call my girlfriend's kid my rescue, you know, like <laughs> I don't really like like I care about her, but I don't really care about her. Like she's you know, not like, your kid. She's but... not my kid. Like like uh, like I don't even think we've hugged. Uh, <laughs> but like but like we're like friends, you know, and mm-hmm. like um as a friend, you know, like you have this, this kid and you're like, you see the innocence and the joy and you're like, fuck, I don't have that anymore. And it's exciting to like see someone go through that. And then also like, like I didn't have a good childhood. So like being a part of not fucking her childhood up is like, uh, it brings me pride and happiness Uh, and it makes me think about the future. Whereas when I was maybe single, and this is what I'm assuming a lot of people maybe have, like when you're single and you're living this single player role player game, you don't give a fuck about anybody. You care about yourself. So maybe you do get angry at a bunch like of that shit. Analogy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, you're I mean, you're right. That's kinda that's the game I'm I'm playing right now. It's all just I'm just trying to do what I don't know. I and I actually I still feel like I'm just trying to find my way to Oh, me too, for you know, sure. Yeah, well, we're but, a part of the generation of like full-grown boys, you know. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Be, we're gonna be boys for our whole life till yeah that very last day when we figure it out and die. And yeah. then you die. Then you have a good laugh. Yeah, yeah. Does is uh your girlfriend's um daughter's the dad around? All right. This is what's so cool is I got lucky. Like um this is this is why it was like 
uh, sometimes this is why like i think life is like the matrix because i couldn't have i couldn't have dreamt up a better situation so you know it, it's it's not like super cool for my girl because i'm sure she wished she would have met some guy fallen in love and raised the kid with him mm-hmm. but uh she was kind of hooking up with this guy you know she thought things were a little bit more serious than they than they were because uh this happened it was one of those situations where they're like hooking up and then you know she's like she's a little bit older than me so she's you know um she was like 30 something at the time and um she got pregnant one day and so she went to him and was like hey i'm pregnant and it was one of those situations where he's like oh shit like uh i'm getting married on saturday so so she didn't know that she was like the other girl so it was like it's pretty pretty sad for her but um either way she was like i wanted to have a kid anyways and um so what's cool um for me entering the situation is usually there is a baby daddy so this girl has never met her dad my girlfriend doesn't ask for child support or anything like that so she's never had like any connection to him at all wow so um so yeah pretty unusual circumstance yeah very unusual because most kids are like anything you do it's like yeah well my my dad rick beat your ass (laughs) yeah Yeah, yeah, like you know how does she look at you does she look um, at you as a father figure you think or uh yeah i think so i think there came a point because we we've lived together now and we're getting a new place uh this weekend we've lived together now since january so I've known her for, you know, a year and seven months. So uh, okay. I call her, I tell her I'm her fake dad. I don't even uh, say like her stepdad. I'm like, I'm just like your fake dad. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> like, just like, just like pretend like for a while, maybe, you know, yeah, that's and, so, cool. and she's got a sense of humor. So it's like, you know, yeah. and she's nine. So, you know, she's kind of uh, smart. Yeah. That's a good age. Yeah. Nine. Yeah. Cause when they're younger, they're, they just make noises yeah. and you can't, really. it's a, it's actually a good soft spot that nine. Cause when she hits like 13, then she's going to probably be a, right. Uh, I've already told, <laughs> I've already told, yeah, no, I've already told my girlfriend. Well, like they usually butt heads with the mom. So I was like, yeah, that's know, true. Like, yeah. Cause, like, yeah. Girls usually, uh, yeah. Teenage years, what they, they rebel against mom and like, but then they latch back on the mom in like the twenties. They're like, yeah. Oh my God, bitch, you knew everything. I, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah so i've been telling my girl just cherish it yeah because like because what happens is it's like they start to question like their mom cares about them they know that but they start to go like they start to realize like i want things and why can't i get things now right right around like 14 15 that's when it's like i'm just i keep telling my girl i'm like you better cherish these moments man yeah yeah. it's a calm storm right now it's gonna get rough yeah it's gonna get rough yeah i remember um my uh, stepsister was rough when she was in her teens we were really mean to her though me and my brother i look back on that i was like oh too mean to her when did your parents get divorced when did your you get step siblings um they were divorced when i was i don't remember the divorce i think i was like maybe five or six Hmm. um which is weird that i don't really have any memories like you should have memories from when you're like five and six right but i don't have very Um, many i've i I really only have one memory of my parents being together and it was um them asking because uh my birthday's in september so it's like um i i'll either like for happy birthday thanks dude so it was I actually happy, monday i feel like you always got to drop that one so yeah, thanks dude happy thanks. birthday man yeah, i appreciate it um hope this is the best year of your life it probably will be thanks dude awesome just keep it pot keep the energy in the right direction um so they asked you 
September. if I wanted to start school because uh, like when you're September, you're, you're either young or old for your, yeah, you're kind of on the, on the line there. So, um, but uh, yeah, that's like my only memory is like walking into their bedroom and then going, hey, do you want to start, start school this year or next year? That was it. it. Isn't that weird? Uh, seems like there should no, be more I, memories. Because I have, I, my parents got divorced right around the same time. I think I was like maybe four or five, maybe three or four. I don't know. And uh, d- uh, well, let me ask you this first, because I, I feel like I've talked a lot. Le- what, was, what was your first memory? Because I always find this interesting. This is the first thing you can remember. And even if it's that, I mean, that could be. It could be. It might be that. Oh, you know what? I lied. Actually, I have another memory of, of when they were together, too. I uh, um, crashed a go-kart into our front porch and, like, took the whole porch out. I forgot oh, about shit. that. Yeah. That's pretty dope. I think it was, like, around the same age. So I don't know which memory was first. But one of those two is probably my first memory, though. First memory. See, I uh, my first memory, I... Uh, I was in the kitchen, and it was the only time I remember my mom and dad being married. So, and I couldn't have been more than like two or three years old, because like, or you know, I I forget exactly. Maybe it was four. I don't know. Um, but I was in the kitchen. It was kind of like Neo, you know, waking up on the Nebuchadnezzar. You know, I I, uh, I remember my first time <laughs> yeah, I barfing. Love these Matrix. Uh, I remember barfing. That was the first time um, I threw up. And then I remember um, before I threw up, I was really, really hot. Like I had a fever or something. And then when I threw up, I got like really cold. Or maybe it was the other way around. I think I was cold and I got hot. And um, and I just remember my dad saying that to me. And that's why I like stuck because he was like, I bet you feel like, do you feel warm now? You know, or something like that. Oh, weird. And, uh, and so, uh, yeah, I think that's when I came online. Like I was alive, oh, but that's when like my soul was yeah. Thing some uh, the memory switch flipped or something. Right, right. Like or, uh, like like Louis C.K. joke. He's yeah. like, "Hey, I fucked a little one. She's not making memories yet." <laughs> yeah, it's a funny thing. Yeah, it's funny. But yeah, it's true. Um, with kids, it's kind of weird, right? Like, yeah. have you ever thought of that? Like, like there's like there's definitely. Um, like someone's kid is their kid all the way from birth, right? Because, yeah. you know, they see the qualities and they don't change. Like Alice is Alice. So, you know, but like there's a moment when that kid fucking comes online and it's not until you make memories. Because if you can't remember anything. I mean, That's true. Like, but you, do you think there's some subconscious stuff going on? I mean, there's got to be subconscious memories, right? Well, I almost feel like that's for the people facing aspect, for the self facing aspect. Like you're oh, you're not right, real right, until exactly. you have your memories, right? Okay. For the, for the people, that's where it's weird. That's kind of the mysticism uh-huh. of it, right? It's like you you do have those subconscious things, but they're they're not for you because if you don't remember them, you know, like yeah. you only remember what you remember. You that's know, that's true. It's funny. Actually, I I do have another early memory, but um, this is I think this was maybe like a couple years after that, and it was it's a throwing up memory because my dad had a um, arcade games. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had two two or three of them. He had pinball machine, but I the one I remember for sure is we had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle arcade game. Yeah, and I remember staying home sick one day, and I had a bucket. And I just played that game all day, just throwing up in the bucket and throwing up in the bucket. Just kept playing. Yeah. Yeah. Filled that thing up. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was a good day. Sounds like you're a brave kid, dude. <laughs> I, I hated throwing up. I, I still hate I it. I hate it now. Oh, I can't, I, it, it gives me anxiety. Yeah. 
I probably I, have, I never do it. Like it's rare for me to throw. Yeah. But when I do, I just hate it now. I, oh yeah. man, I probably have a. I looked up the name of it. There's like some phobia of throwing up. I'm pretty sure I have that phobia because I mean, mm-hmm. I, to me, it like I don't if, know if I have it, a phobia, but I, I think I have a phobia because yeah. I I feel like I'm gonna die when I throw up. <laughs> like I'm like, what if, what if um mm-hmm. I'm 30 now, which is like the age you start to get old, and I throw up and I die. That's how I die. <laughs> That's kind of it. Does stress me out a lot like all like yeah i i don't go anywhere when i'm throwing up no yeah and i i have a big fear if i have to throw up in public i don't like it's like the Mm -hmm. worst feeling to me if i were like in an airplane and i knew i had to throw up i'd be like this is the worst this is it this is the worst Mm -hmm. possible memory i'm gonna make in my life it's right here oh i remember um uh so my family really did like we did grow up with a lot of airplane my dad's an airplane mechanic okay so um so you've thrown up on a lot of planes. No, no, but it just reminded me of uh, he builds like high performance airplane engines for like the guys that do all the tricks and stuff, you know. Yeah. And I do remember one of them coming to Visalia and like giving everyone like a ride, and the guy that I went after threw up, and it's like a small two person cockpit. Oh you know? shit! So I remember uh, distinctly like the smell oh, and yeah. things were still kind of wet and uh. like, um, but I didn't throw up. It's really hard to make me throw up. The only time I ever do it is from basically from being hungover usually. Yeah. And I like have to do the finger down the throat kind of thing to. Yeah. To, yeah, to get it going. Yeah. And I, I usually try and avoid it unless it's really bad. And, right. Know. It's, it's good talk. Terrible. Yeah. Good talk. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to. We don't want to have 15 a... in. I usually do our episodes. You want to call it for this one and then. Um, yeah. We can do another one sometime. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I brought my sleeping bag. I was... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was planning on... Dude, just pull out. <laughs> pull yeah, out I was just... Bed. I was I was planning on staying. I wanted to stay to the point where it got uncomfortable for you. Like, where you were like, when is he going to leave? Um, That was about um 73 minutes ago. That's it. That's uh, episode seven. Hope you enjoyed it. I know um, that it, we get a little bit serious and talk about some serious stuff, and um, our opinions probably are incorrect, um, or maybe they are correct. I don't know. Nobody's right. Who, who, who fucking cares? Um, it, it was fun just to just to have those conversations. Um, but just a reminder, if, uh, if you guys want to get on the podcast or... Um, if you want to see anything that I'm doing, uh, comedy related, please go to dusty tunnel, uh, tunnel spelled with two L's, um, dot com. And you can either contact me through the contact link at the upper right corner, or, uh, just check out the rest of the content that's, uh, that's on there. I think I'll be adding, um, a video soon, um, under the section, uh, entitled video. <laughs> so you can check that shit out. Um, thank you so much again for listening. And um, please recommend this to friends if you enjoy it um, or tell people to never, ever listen to it if you hate it. Um, Just, you know, talk about it a little bit. All right. Thanks, guys. Love you. Bye.